Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. everybody. Welcome to the Sarah Fraser show. We are live. Uh, if you are watching on Twitch, I love all of you gamers. Hi everybody on Twitter. Let's like just have some sort of weird Twitter beef. You know what I mean? YouTube, hello, and Facebook, of course, the Sarah Fraser show. You can find me everywhere. Join in the conversation. We live chat and I am live on Monday and Wednesdays. So much to talk about. Last night was was Welcome to Plathville. Now, you know, last year I stumbled upon this show. I think it was like, I'm trying to think, like maybe a year ago at this time on TLC. It's about a family down in Georgia. They have 11 kids. Kim and Barry Plath are the parents. They, I had never seen anything like this because obviously reality shows are not real, right? But I turned this show on TLC, Welcome to Plathville, and I see these parents. They never gave their kids sodas. They homeschooled their kids. Their kids had never seen an iPhone. Like there was no TV in the house, no internet. I'm like, how do you shelter children like that for all those years? Nothing. They have nothing. 
I had never seen anything like this. Now, the Duggars, I mean, we know they like to fuck all the time and create all these kids, right? But I still think they gave them the internet. You'd have to. If you had 22 kids and counting, like, I mean, you got to put them on the iPads because no one wants to parent that much. But on Plathville, these parents were the most, like, overbearing. These kids didn't do anything. So, but then I kind of fall in love with these two characters, Olivia and Ethan. Ethan's like one of the older kids, marries Olivia. She was raised religious, but she's kind of broken away. And then they're teaching the other kids that are older, like, hey, there's a life out here with cell phones. And like, you can get online. There's this app called Instagram where people post hot pictures of themselves. So I am addicted to this show. Olivia Plath has been on the show. She was back here. She was on the show like in February of 2020 because she wasn't sure that there was going to be a season two. All of a sudden, a season two gets picked up. And last night on TLC, 10 p.m., the season two airs. And can I just tell, spoiler alert, by the way, if you have not watched this show, it is so good. You need to get on board. You need to get caught up on season one. Here, I'm sitting back in my chair and getting comfortable for this one because there were so many things revealed last night. First of all, Kim and Barry Plath both have college degrees, but they're getting a ton of shit because it was revealed that Micah and Mariah never even graduated from high school. These kids don't even have GEDs. How is it that you've homeschooled them, but they didn't even get a high school diploma? I mean, this, I was blown. Then can we just talk about Lydia? Okay, Lydia's the one here in this pink top, and she's got the long black, uh, blue skirt. So last night we reveal they've moved to a new home in Georgia. This house is like, if if that were in any other city, it'd be like a $3 million home. These people live in like this gorgeous, they moved on up. They used to be on a farm with a bunch of cow shit and like the, the kids like running around on horses with no saddles. Not anymore. They live in like a beautiful suburban home. Okay. And last night we find out Lydia has a prayer closet and the poor thing. I mean, isn't it like in life? Can't you always look at other people and you know exactly what's wrong? Like, to me, it's so obvious on this show that Barry and Kim have control issues. And if they just let go of the reins, all their kids would love them. They'd be around them. But we find out they will not allow Ethan and Olivia around um, their children, including Lydia. And poor Lydia misses her brother so much. She goes in her prayer closet. She writes all these notes to God, tapes them up on the wall. And is like waiting for Ethan to come back. Meanwhile, he lives three blocks away. It's like, can somebody like walk them over? It's just, you guys, I can't even, I want to counsel this family so badly. And it's like, I'm a mess. I shouldn't be counseling anybody. But this show is so good to me. And I like it because it's different than a lot of the other TLC shows. All right. I'm, you know, they have 11 kids. They seem to have stopped having kids. I like that. I'm not into these shows where they pump out all the children even though they pumped out 11. But I just, I can't get into those, okay? 90 Day Fiance is good, but, you know, I don't know. It seems, sometimes I'm like not always wild about 90 Day Fiance, unless Colty and Debbie are on. You know what I mean? So this show to me has multiple storylines ahead. Mika Plath, he's left the house too. He moves out with his sister Mariah and now he's become a model. And can somebody find me? I've also read, and I, you know, I want I want to have more of these people back on the show because I'm dying to know. But somebody's saying that he's doing some modeling for like a gay magazine. I mean, Kim and Barry must be losing their mind. Can you imagine? Has anyone sent them a copy of that? Like, I hope that's true. Like, you want to see them lose it? I this I'm addicted to the show. 
It moves a little slowly for me. That's the only thing. And last night, Olivia and Ethan talked about their problems. They addressed all the divorce rumors. They're not getting divorced. They're still together. But he takes her out for rides in this old clunkety vehicle that he has uh, is trying to fix up. And she's just like, look, this is embarrassing. He runs out of gas. He's like, like, what? Okay. I don't blame her. It's modern times. He's in an old MG. The thing is rickety like you wouldn't believe. I mean, honestly, if you move twice, you feel like you rust right out and rust right through to the ground on those seats. You know, I'm going to pass. So I was with her, but it was last night. I really like it. Um, You know, this season, apparently we're going to see more of the divide and can the family come together? I don't know. The only part that's disappointing to me, if you watch the show, Mariah, I feel like had a really great singing career going on. I mean, she's only like 19, so there's plenty of time. But she's back in Georgia. She, we're going to be introduced to a boyfriend that she has, which is going to like send Kim and Barry over the edge. Um, but I feel like Kim and Barry need a serious intervention on the show. So it was last night. I really enjoyed it. If you're watching Welcome to Plathville on TLC, please leave me a comment. April says it's a family cult. Do you think it's a family cult now? I mean, the younger kids don't have a say, but but we all know the younger kids, once they get older, they, now their siblings have left. They're drinking alcohol. They're, Ethan's obviously having sex. Mika's modeling. You know, nothing exposes you to more in the modeling world. They're like, here, have a little cocaine and then like take off your pants. You know, I mean, these kids are getting exposed, so they're going to expose the younger ones. Are you watching the show? What do you think? I, I love it. I, you know, Ethan and Olivia Plath are going to be back on here very soon. I'm huge fans. I'm huge fans of her. If you don't follow her on social media, I, you really should. Olivia Plath, she is so, I think she's just going through an evolution that is interesting to watch. And Mika Plath, I mean, he's endlessly hot. So you're all good on that one too. You can watch that. So welcome to Plathville last night. We got to talk on um, Britney Spears, big court ruling. You guys know how I feel about that. Also, a new side effect of COVID. I don't usually talk like a lot of COVID news, but this one is very strange to me. And you know, everyone's getting COVID now. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you, you all watching probably have many friends that have had COVID. I know so many people now getting COVID. It's crazy. Um, and then I got to tell you about an interview that I just did with Karen Huger from Real Housewives of Potomac. When that will air, you're going to love this one. It's so good. It's so juicy. Um, Ryan says, I haven't watched it yet, but definitely will. I love it. Um, of course, we love Kat. Kat is the mom of our producer, Alyssa. She says, I haven't seen the show, um, but Kat, you are going to need to watch. We're huge fans of Kat. So I want to uh, thank our sponsors and then we'll get into our other news. Barry Harley Photography, he is, you need to check him out, especially if you own a business. Barry Harley operates in the D.C. area. You can go to barryharley.com. Architectural photography is his forte. And he has been named by Marriott as a top photographer. So whether you've got a restaurant, maybe you have a beauty salon that you want highlighted, a nail salon, you need great pictures for not only your website, but your social media. Barry Harley is your guy. He is offering specials. You can go to his website and you can book him right now and see the fantastic work that he has done. So for any of my DC family, go to barryharley.com. You all had asked for, I recently had a new makeup look. So my girl, Pam, who I've worked with forever, um, she's my makeup artist and hair person. She put together a new makeup look for me, which is kind of like a smokier eye. So I decided, and I get asked all the time, you know, what makeup products do you use? What skin products do you use? I never really respond to these because honestly, I just feel like I... Like, I'm not like a make. I love looking good. I love doing makeup, but I can't say I'm like 
you know, a, a YouTuber like James Charles. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I'm not like, I don't have like all these makeup skills and tips to give you. So I never really do any vlogs about it. But because many people had asked, I'm doing a full skincare blog. I'll reveal all my secrets. People want to know what I do with my skin. It's not a lot. Um, I will tell, it's like bare minimum. So maybe that's the secret. <laughs> maybe that's the Maybe just doing not a lot, just like washing your face once, slapping a little moisturizer and good lighting. I think people, I think if people saw me without lights all the time, I have like 18 lights up right now, which is why you can't see a fucking wrinkle because it takes it all away. I think you'll be mildly entertained. The makeup video is up on my Patreon. If you're not a member of my champagne Patreon family, you need to be, okay? I love Patreon. It's so much fun. I provide you lots of podcasts, additional podcast videos, and I try to give you interviews without podcast commercials. So patreon.com slash the Sarah Fraser show. You can go there and it's just $5 a month or you can pledge for the entire year. And my makeup tutorial will be out later today if you're interested in that. Big ruling on Britney Spears. Give me some Britney Spears pictures, okay? Yesterday, she lost her appeal in court again to have her father taken off of her conservatorship. If you haven't followed this, I'm sure you've seen the free Britney. I've been kind of the anti-free Britney Although I did find out a lot of details yesterday. So, because yesterday was the first time the court has kind of allowed a lot of the court proceedings to be public. Has not been public prior. So, I I wasn't a big fan of the Free Britney because a lot of her fans believe she's being held hostage. She's being formed, you know, forced to perform and do all these weird videos on her Instagram. I don't think any of that's true. You know, I think this is, I think people are upset because this is who Britney Spears is. She she clearly has some mental health issues. We've all known that. Um, and Jamie Spears, her dad, continues to argue that she is not mentally capable of controlling her own finances. And this, guys, to me, is what the craziest part is. Britney fucking Spears. This chick has been working since, what, she was eight when she was on the Disney Channel back in the day with Justin Timberlake? Eight years old. How much money do you think she should be worth? Like, I want to know. She's 39 years old. How much money do you think she should be worth? Because to me, at this point... She should be worth like 300 million. She was the biggest pop singer in the world. So, I mean, 300, half a million. Shouldn't she be on her way to a billion dollars? I mean, this chick was one of the first to have a long-term residency in Vegas. Huge, huge. She, to me, should have millions of dollars. Do you guys know she only is worth $60 million? And that's partly because the conservatorship has not allowed her basically to spend any money, has made some investments. And over the past like five years, they're the ones that have doubled and tripled her money to get to $60 million. How, Where's all the rest of the money? How? I mean, where did it go? I, that is so mind-blowing to me. Kevin is saying, leave her alone. Leave Britney alone. Well, you know, look, I I was kind of team Jamie Spears. I feel like from watching her on Instagram, how did anyone think she was going to manage her own finance? And the thing with the conservatorship is people don't realize that she does have say in some of the decisions that are made, but she, before she can like go give her boyfriend a credit card, right? Or she goes and buys a house or she gets married again. She has to approve it through the conservatorship. To me, This seems like as someone who she's obviously was taken advantage of for years, she needs, right? Because I don't know how she she demonstrates that she could handle this on her own. Kedrick says all she's worth is 60 million. Kedrick, I know. How is she only worth 60 after all these years? 60 million, I feel like, is what she should have made from her Vegas residency alone. What about Britney's? What about all the memorabilia? Dolls, her image? 
So yesterday we learned some interesting facts, though. It was a rare glimpse. Jamie Spears remains on the conservatorship despite the fact that Britney and her attorneys want him gone. They allege that as long as Jamie Spears is in control, she will never perform again. Are you guys, do you want to see Britney again? Do you want to see, I mean, she does seem to love to perform, I guess. I mean, I got to tell you, the last time I saw her was at the Verizon Center here in D.C. I'm going to say like eight or maybe 10 years ago. And she lip synced the entire thing and sort of like kind of half dance, half walk through the motion. And I was like, I don't get why people are. What? It was it was just so like it was so I mean, it was well choreographed. It was an entertaining show, but it was I mean, there were beats off then. You know what I mean? So we learned yesterday, though, that she that Britney Spears and Jamie Spears have not spoken in months. Britney's attorney, attorney alleges that is through the that's because of the fight of the conservatorship and that uh, Jamie Spears argues that he has not spoken to his daughter because her attorney will not allow it. Britney also put up a video which has been even more alarming to her fans this week where she says, um, essentially, this is going to be my last video, which people find even more conservative, you know, concerning for her. This is her current boyfriend. He's hot. I've got to I got to say he's been with her a while. Now, sources also say she'd be married to him if it wasn't for the conservatorship because they're madly in love. All right. I mean, he's cute as can be like he looks good to me. We also learned um, yesterday, too, um, that, you know, like I said, the, the they're arguing that um, Jamie Spears and her the conservatorships that are working with her doubled her money, and she's only worth $60 million. Lynn Spears apparently is on her side, hates that it's come to this, will not say anything negative about Jamie Spears, but wants Jamie removed from the conservatorship. The only light at the end of the tunnel for Britney, which I'm sure will happen, is the judge said, look, I'm not going to do it right now, but let's revisit in a couple months. Don't you think that it seems like to me, I mean, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but I'm going to say this. Like, I just feel like the the court is at this point bilking, like what's going to change significantly in four months? You know, if you if Jamie needs to come off it, then why not have him come off it now? It sounds like you're not going to lose the conservatorship. It's just Jamie can't make decisions. What the fuck is going to change in four months? Like suddenly her mental health is going to do a 180. I doubt it. So to me, I'm like, this is where the court system drives me insane. Like they're they're carrying this on because all the attorneys got to file another motion. Everybody's going to get paid more money. Uh, Amanda says Brittany needs help. She's had a few public breakdowns. No shaming. She just needs help. Well, I don't, Amanda, I don't know what you can do. I don't know like what else you can do from what, what she has. Paul says uh, she was bankrupt at one time, which is huge. This is a huge improvement. That's Paul. That is the big, that is the most shocking thing of this whole entire thing is she was broke and now has amassed a $60 million fortune, which don't get me wrong. I mean, 60 million is a lot of money. It's just that this chick has been working her ass off since she was eight years old. I would think the first 60 came like back in 20, like 2010. So anyhow, the only part that I have empathy for Britney Spears is I feel like we get a new update on the free Britney court hearing every four months and they keep dragging this out and dragging this out so everybody makes more money. And to me, I call bullshit on that. Like make a decision. Somebody make a decision. Either either Jamie's staying on for another two years or Jamie's off. It shouldn't be that it shouldn't be this much. You know what I mean? Um, Also, I thought this story was kind of crazy. Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson, the fighter. Uh, just came out yesterday on a podcast. I love that all these stories break on podcasts too. Um, announcing that he used a fake penis with his child's pee to pass drug tests when he was fighting. What? Okay. Okay. What? 
a wizenator. Like he you how does one do where do you find a fake penis that then like drips pee out? Like I need to know what? He said that he had the fake penis It even matched his skin tone color So then when authorities were there watching him He like they wouldn't be Off put or wouldn't be surprised if they caught a glimpse He said he used his wife's Urine for a long time till she told him one time Look I could be pregnant So then he was like oh, obviously I, You know I'd fail the drug test if it came back pregnant So he used his baby his young child's Pee what, is he here smoking A major blunt what's this Anyway yeah he said he used to love Drugs and that's how he got away. That was like a big story yesterday that he used his fake penis. <laughs> okay. I, you know, he's like, he's a troubled character. But again, I, but yet, you know, it's, it's, it's not one of those things too. It's like so many people are flawed, right? And, you know, you should take a stance against them. But then they go and they do something like, what was the movie that he was in that really brought him back? Oh my God, you know what it was. What were the four guys in Vegas? I can't even think of the name. You guys know it. Leave it in the comments. Uh, the Hangover, The Hangover. You know, you, you want to be anti-Mike Tyson until you see him in The Hangover. And then you're like, oh, my God, he's so good. He's so, you know, funny. Now I'm on board. I want to see that fake penis that he used. You know, I'm all about that. Loaded it up with pee and then would take the test. <laughs> I think you have troubles. I think you have trouble. I mean, I'm just going to say it. I think, you know, I think you have an issue. Anyway, there he is. Erica Jane, I talked about this yesterday on the show. Erica Jane now saying that she wants spousal support from Tom Girardi. Do you guys think that she deserves that after 20 years? Of course she does. How else is she going to support her lifestyle? Do we really think that Erica Jane going and singing at a few gay pride parades are keeping up her lifestyle? I don't think so. You know, I mean, Pat the Puss was awesome, but all her music videos cost like $300,000 to produce. She needs spousal support from Tom. Married for 20 plus years, getting a divorce. She filed for divorce. And then she wants the judge to rule that he can't ask for, for spousal support from her. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to Hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Ten years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know how that works. Girlfriend needs, she needs some spousal support from Tom. He can't leave her out there hanging. Um, April says, no, she shouldn't get any, she shouldn't get any spousal support because the show made her. I mean, I'm going to say this, the show has made her, but even if she makes, I bet she makes like 500,000 a season, 600,000 a season, but that is not, you can't keep up with Erica Jane's lifestyle from that. At one time she revealed she spends $40,000 a month to look this good. Makeup, hair, all the outfits, clothing budget that she has 40 grand a month. And she's used to private jets. You can't give somebody that lifestyle, then take it away. No, she needs that. She needs to get spousal support from him. And why would he need it from her? Although I guess he's being sued left and right. So maybe he does. And poor thing, he's 81. I mean, my God, he's got to look at assistant living pretty soon. So maybe she should help him out. I'm fascinated by this divorce. I really thought these two could make it. And yet it seems like they're not making it at all. Clearly, she's filed for divorce. (laughs) She's filed for divorce. It's not happening. I don't think she's going to have any luck in getting that. 
So a new study, this is what freaked me out about COVID. You guys, everybody, everywhere is shutting down again. Are you worried about getting COVID? Probably many of you on here have either had COVID or you know somebody that has. I know so many people getting COVID now. It's it's bananas. Like even up in rural Maine. Okay, so my family that live out in the sticks, right? I mean, how the fuck they contracted it? I don't know, from a squirrel? I mean, they interact with nobody. They're getting COVID. All right, everyone is getting it. I'm scared to death. I'm staying home. Because you don't know how it's going to react to you. This is what I don't understand. No, fewer people are dying. More people are getting it. Fewer people are dying because obviously they're figuring out the drugs, right? But the thing is, is you don't know how it's going to react to you. Well, now they're saying this is another scary ass side effect. A new study says that COVID-19 survivors likely to develop mental illness within three months of contracting the virus. This was done out of uh, Britain's Oxford University, found that nearly one in five COVID-19 survivors will receive a mental health diagnosis within 90 days of infection. And according to the reviewed study, the most commonly reported disorders are anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, insomnia, and dementia. Also, people who are concerned about mental illness are more likely to develop these mental illnesses prior to getting the virus. Uh, they studied the medical records of 69 million people in the United States, more than 60,000 of whom had been diagnosed with COVID-19. The study also found that there is a correlation between pre-existing mental health conditions and an increased chance of contracting the illness. That Now, that's fascinating to me. If you have a mental health condition, you're more likely to get it. People with mental illnesses were 65% more likely to test positive for COVID. This is similar to other infections like pneumonia per the study. Really? Why is that? Patients with ADD, bipolar depression, and schizophrenia were most likely to have a positive coronavirus test. That's fascinating. And I'm assuming maybe that's because like if you have ADD, maybe you're, it's harder for you to concentrate on the things that you're supposed to do to, to keep the virus at bay. That is, I, I know people are laughing at my Maine squirrel thing. It's true. I've had two cousins in rural Maine get COVID. I'm like, from where? Supposedly they went to the bars. Well, even at the bars. I mean, you know, there's two people there and some moose tracks. I mean, how are you getting it? Like, you know, we're not heavily populated up there. Kat says this is a crazy virus. It is. Uh, Aviva says that she's totally worried I'm going to LA in December. I, Aviva, you live in Maryland. Maryland is saying do not go anywhere. No essential travel, unless it's like essential travel. Uh, April says if I'm worrying, uh, if I'm worrying I'm going to die, I would too uh, have a mental illness. Well, it's probably so traumatic for people. Uh, you know, people are developing, I can imagine PTSD, right? Because you, you're not sure, especially if you were hospitalized, they put you on oxygen, then they take you off. That's a that's totally terrifying. Jackie says, so scary. Uh, Kedrick says, people also forget about the, the permanent lung damage that can happen. That, Kedrick, the permanent lung damage. And then I've also had TSFS listeners message me, one woman, and she said that she contracted the disease, or well, not disease, but the virus months ago, and her hair is still falling out. That's nuts to me. Her hair is still coming out in clumps months after she no longer has the virus. You don't, it's scary as fuck. I agree. Jackie, I am with you. I do not want to get COVID. I'm scared to death. Mm-mm. And now they're saying that you'll be diagnosed with some form of mental illness. Well, well, one in five. But also if you have one, you're more likely to get it. And I'm sure because you've got a lot going on. So it's it's difficult to like manage all that. Um. Anyway, I that one to me was like, I can't even imagine. Uh, this is kind of like pulling an audible, but I wanted to talk about Larsa Pippen. How are we 
feeling about the Kardashians. You know, the show is going away. I hear from lots of you. It's kind of like your least favorite show to follow now. And for me, it's my least favorite because I, I think it's totally staged. That one is completely staged for reality. They're no longer real. Like I used to like it back in the day when Kim would do like a celebrity boxing match because they needed like something to drum up you know, interest. And so she'd be there like trying to fight some UFC fighter and then she'd break down and cry. And they were like, all right, you don't have to fight. You know what I mean? Like it used to be somewhat real. Now it's totally fake. It's always Scott and Chloe doing some sort of prank on Chris. You know, oh, Chris, you know, we stole all your wigs. Oh, you know, Chris, here's like a whoopee cushion. Larsa Pippen, though, has been all over a podcast essentially saying that Kanye West is the reason that she's no longer friends with the Kardashian family because they unfollowed her all on Instagram. She says that Kanye was calling her sometimes 3, 4, 5 a.m., wanted to talk. Can you imagine? First of all, do you ever, do you guys find it strange? Do you ever think that you should be talking to your friend's spouse? Now, Larsa says she was always like, she's the happy-go-lucky one. She was always the friend that like counseled everybody. Um, But don't you think it's odd? See, to me, like if my girlfriend, if like one of my best friends, their husband started calling me, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm not really down with you calling at me at four in the morning. Even if it's, you know, we know Kanye has lots of mental health problems. I, I still feel like I would be like, hey, I'd listen like one time. Like, hey, you know, does Kim know you called me? Uh, I'm really, you know, I- I'm sorry you're going through this. You guys really need therapy. But she would answer the phone multiple times. Then, and, and April's right. So Larsa is saying that Kanye essentially brainwashed. Um, and and Alyssa, can you bring up some pictures of her? Like, I think she just, um, she just did this recent podcast. Our producer, Alyssa, is going to bring up some pictures of Larsa and, and the Kardashians. They, they haven't commented, by the way, but she says that Kanye brainwashed them against her. I'm not sure if that's totally true. And she also says that she was the one that initially started dating Tristan Thompson. So Tristan flew out from Cleveland to see her. And then within 10 days was dating Chloe. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you really imagine? <laughs> and they all stay friends. But to me... I- Look, I'm sure I actually believe everything that Larsa Pippen is saying. She was married to Scottie Pippen, very famous. If you haven't watched the Last Dance documentary, by the way, on Netflix about um, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, you should. It's so great. Gives an insight into Scottie. Now, how do we feel? Do we feel that she was just doing like whatever the Kardashians wanted because she wanted to be associated with big fame? Is that why? Because to me, I'm like, how did you stay friends with Chloe? If you were the one kind of dating Tristan, and again, she just keeps saying in the interview, well, you know, I'm just like cool like that. It was never serious with Tristan. So I was happy that it worked out with Chloe. I'm happy that Chloe's back with him. Okay, is this how you and your girlfriends operate? I'm sorry. Like, if I brought Schman to the party and then a week later he was dating somebody else, I mean, what? You know, I don't think people would be down with that. Uh, it's, it's I believe it, but I also think that Larsa put up with a lot of things because she wanted to be surrounded by, obviously they were the most famous, they're, they're still incredibly famous, but the most like famous family at the time. Cause I would never would have put up with any of that. Chloe ends up dating the guy that you initially thought he flew out there to see you. And then on top of that, you're answering phone calls from Kanye West in the middle of the night. No, Kanye seems so exhausting to me too. This is why I have very few celebrity friends. Cause like if they did this shit to me, like I put the phone on silent. I'm like, I value my sleep. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not talking to fucking Kanye about the church that he's building in Calabasas at four in the morning. Like it can wait till seven. You know what I'm saying? Like 
this is why I can't be, but then they, they wouldn't be friends with me because they want you to be at their disposal. Jennifer Hall says, I love the last dance documentary. It's so good. It's you, that needs to be on your list that, and I've been talking about it all week. Carmel who killed Mary Marta is like the document, the true crime documentary that you need to be watching this week. It's so good. If you're not, if you're not watching that, oh, it's amazing. And by the way, uh, okay, I don't want to give any spoilers for that yet. I need to do like a deep dive on that, on who killed Mary Marta. But I'm just going to say in Argentina, you think our court systems are fucked up? Do not get accused of murder in Argentina. They need like no fucking evidence to charge you. And then they can recharge you and recharge. It's insane. And then in court, like they don't even have a, a lawyer dispose you. They just bring in two friends and have them argue about what they saw. It's the craziest shit. It will make you feel better about the court system in America. Our friend Paul Wharton, you guys loved, by the way, having Paul back on. Um, Paul says, I talked to her on the phone and every other word she said was about her being on Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I was like, okay, I get it. About Larsa Pippen. That's my thing. I believe everything that Larsa's saying, but I think Larsa put up with every, like went along with it all to be friends with them. And now is, you know, rightfully so, probably a little bitter that she's no longer in the circle. Um, people are saying, oh, oh, I love, uh, Paola is saying that Brazil is the same. Paola, when I watched Carmel, Who Killed Mary Marta, it's in subtitles, so it takes you a second to get into it, okay? But when I watched that documentary, I couldn't believe their court system. I could not believe, and like anybody can come in the court, which that can happen here, right? But they line up the lawyers. They need no evidence. I'm like, how did they even bring the family? How did I? I'm going to tell you right now, straight up. I told you I wasn't going to tell you say much. I will just say this. I don't care what anybody says. I do not believe the family did it. I don't. It was so botched. And they would let anybody and their mama come in and basically ramble off like rumors. And then they take it as actual testimonial. It was crazy. Oh my God, girl. I know you're from Brazil and I love Brazil. I want to go to San Paulo so bad, but I better not be accused of murder down there because it's crazy what they could do in that court system. Uh, people are loving Paul Wharton joining in on the conversation. Um, people are saying that Larsa was only on one season. So maybe what was her motive, um, you know, to keep talking shit about them? I think she just enjoyed all the perks. Uh, and then, um, yes, she changed so much after Housewives. Wait, Aviva, who? Who changed after Housewives? Speaking of, Larsa Pippen would be great as a housewife on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, I can't wait to talk for you to talk about Welcome to Plathville. It was insane. Okay, Aviva, I started the show with Welcome to Plathville. You have to go back and listen to the start of the podcast. I gave my full recap of episode one, season two. It's so good. The families are divided. You've got Ethan and Olivia living on their own, Mariah and Micah Plath. I mean, people are saying like basically Micah Plath went from living in a convent to living in like a, a frat house. I mean, their place is a dump. I am going to say that. Like Mariah and Micah do not pick up anything. It's crazy. They got shit out everywhere. I'm like, guys, you know you're filming a TV show, right? Like we could have vacuumed in here. He's hot as hell though. He is like transforming into like, I could see him modeling Calvin Klein, you know? And apparently he's doing some, some porn magazines. More power to him. The gay men are going to love him. Yes. Okay. Give it to me on Grinder. Yes. Anyway, he looks great. But Kim and Barry, you know, are going to flip the fuck out over that. They are not happy. These kids are out there modeling. They've got jobs. Oh, my God, Kim. Kim, let go of the control. Kim. Kim. If you just, like, loosen the reins, all your kids would love you. 
God, it's so easy, isn't it, to like see what's wrong with other people? Anyway, you can give me feedback on my life. People always, it's so, I can look at anybody's family and tell you exactly the dynamic that's wrong. Are they taking my advice? No. These two aren't. Not a lick. Anyhow, it is a family divided. It's going to be a good season. All right, guys. Uh, love you so much. Thank you for listening to the show. If you, um, if you are around and on iTunes or if you listen to me on iTunes, love for you to leave a five-star review. Hit five stars. Tell me what you love about the show. Uh, we're close to 700, and my goal is to hit 1,000. I need to get on Instagram and have everybody on IG leave a review. So I'm working on that. Um, all right. Tom- uh, tomorrow, we've got a brand new podcast episode, and I meant to tell you more. Karen Huger from Real Housewives of Potomac, who does not do many interviews, did one with me. She's going to be on the show on Monday, and it is so juicy. I ask her, I go in on everything. Does she want Monique or Candace to be fired? Are the other women on the show lobbying for them to be fired on Potomac? What's next for Karen? Is Karen writing a book? Is she coming out with a new fragrance? Also, and Karen and I get into a discussion. How has her life and friendships changed from becoming famous? Or does she still have the same friends she started with? All that on Monday. Karen Huber, you are not going to want to miss it from Real Housewives of Potomac. All right, everybody. Love you so much. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Yes. <laughs>